0: and current events from a biblical perspective 2020 on vision some insights today into the good work being done in a Christian aboriginal parent directed school in western australia just north of esperance in western australia is the campus of the wangatha caps The school has both boys and girls hostels and accepts students from all over Western Australia. Their motto is training for life. Brendan Franzoni is the principal at Wangatha Caps, a Christian Aboriginal parent-directed school. Brendan, a special welcome along to 2020.
1: Oh, thanks very much, Neil. Now 2021 even.
0: <laughs> well, it is 2021. We haven't changed the name <laughs> of the radio show. Hey, That's right. Brendan, the school emerged way, way back. Uh, goes right back to 1954 where there was a training farm and then the school itself established in 1981. There's some particularly interesting ways that the school actually came into being. Give us some insight here.
1: Yeah, look... Um The farm actually started, uh, as you say, back in 1954. Um, Two gentlemen, uh, Rod Shank, um, was one of the the people who came over. Originally, um, they were based over in New South Wales. Uh, His father came across and started what's known as the Mount Margaret Mission. And um, so Rod Senior um, did incredible work uh, up in the Goldfields area at Mount Margaret, um, supporting Aboriginal people, sharing the gospel um, with Aboriginal people and really seeing, uh, you know, a growth of um, God's kingdom, I guess you'd say, in, in Mount Margaret and a lot of very strong people, um, Christian Aboriginal people came from that area. And um, so Rod Jr. came down uh, with a person called John May who started um, Wonga the Training Farm and basically that set on 2,000 acres Uh, just outside of Esperance, uh, Gibson uh, Township, actually, is uh, 30 kilometres north of of Esperance. And so they started a farm with with the purpose of training, again, young Aboriginal men, uh, particularly, uh, to learn farm skills, to learn agriculture, and then to, um, you know, take on and do the work of farming themselves, so... that's where it started.
0: Well now take us to the school start here because from what I understand there were Aboriginal parents and their children were going through what I imagine is the state school system and they recognised the standard of education just was not up to what they had experienced themselves in some earlier years in some mission training and they wanted to start a school that had a wonderful Christian focus. Is that the way it looked?
1: Yeah, yeah, that's correct, Neil. So, um, wanted to have a school that was particularly um, focused on setting young Aboriginal people up to succeed in schooling. So, uh, I think there was a, a notion of you know remedial teaching and you know needs just weren't being met. Uh, the parents uh, felt very strongly that something needs to be started. A school needs to be set up with that focus of um, you know believing in. Uh, young original people to to be successful in schooling, and, and that's certainly what the CAPS um, group of schools has, has done over the years.
0: And there's a 40 year history now since the start of the school. What do things look like today?
1: Yeah, so we have three campuses. So the Wongatha campus is a year 11 and 12 vocational school, and it's grown a lot. You know, it started as a, as a primarily a farm and in agriculture, as I said, but now we offer um, mechanics, carpentry or building construction, hospitality, business, horticulture, stock and station. Um, yes, yeah, so, uh, many more vocational um, areas that students can choose from. And we have students uh, that do come from all over Western Australia as well at, at our campus and similarly with, um, with the caps um, campuses in, um, in the gold fields. So, um, you know, it's a fantastic place, a really um, dynamic environment. Uh, You know, I've been here since 1997 myself or been involved in the school since then. And, um, you know, I I haven't lost uh, my passion for being here and reason for being here, which is to see these young people... uh, come to know Christ, number one, but also to um, be well-educated in in the areas that, that they have their interests in. Uh,
0: those Aboriginal students, the goal, come to know Christ and to succeed in these areas that you're talking about. Give yeah. us some insight here into the Christian focus that you have in a school setting like yours, Brendan.
1: So, Neil, um, number one, um, the board is all a Christian board. They're all um, have been parents of students that have come through CAPS uh, and basically um, that the heart from the beginning has been, you know, Christ-centred, Christ-focused, number one. So um, at our school, you know, we have daily devotions every morning uh, at school. We have um, chapel service um, midweek. There's a church service that the students in, engage in on the weekend. There are also evening devotions as well. And uh, they're all, not only that, there's a, you know, a Bible study that students can choose to go to additionally on top of that. So there's quite a, quite a lot of input, I guess. Um, but also, you know, the staff that come, the teaching staff and the boarding staff, all come, um, you know, with a Christian background and, um, you yeah. know, from a variety of um, denominations, I have to say, but um, all with a, a, a heart for, for God, number one, but also to, um, to see the, the students um, mentored and pastored uh, in a way towards towards the
0: gospel and Jesus, yeah. Uh, because it's a parent-directed school, Brendan. I get this impression or this image that, you know, from generation to generation, you have parents who are trained and schooled uh, with a Christian foundation, and they're desperate almost, to make sure that that same solid Christian foundation is passed on to the next generation and the next generation. Is that the way it is? It's like, you know, the flame passes on one generation to the next?
1: Yeah, I think that's right. I believe that's right. And uh, it's certainly certainly the case for us uh, today. And, you know, and that's been there since the school's inception and even prior to that, as I mentioned, from Mount Margaret times. So, uh, yeah, it's certainly the case as it is with um, Christian schools across Australia.
0: And you said that there are students coming from all over Western Australia, and no doubt there are limited places because uh, the students, they actually come and they live in what is boarding house accommodation. So there's limited yeah. places. But is there a waiting list uh, that parents are desperate to get their kids in?
1: Yeah, there is actually. Uh in the girls' side, there's a waiting list at the moment. We have a a few spaces for the boys still available, but we are processing some applications at the moment so that'll um, be filled up pretty quickly. So um, yes, we we do have um, often it's through word of mouth, you know, um, students who have come in the past, they talk to family and eventually they become parents and um, encourage their students to come to Wongatha as well. So uh, yeah, it's certainly encouraged by the families, by the parents and extended family.
0: Brendan, is it an illustration of uh, what happens in Aboriginal communities when they've got uh, some capacity to uh, make the direction that they themselves want to see for their families, when we've got a parent-directed school? uh, This is a tremendous thing by the sound of it uh, for what can happen within families in Aboriginal communities.
1: Yeah, for sure. Um, Look, I think in establishing a school like Wongatha or even uh, the CAP schools, you know, there's an awful lot of work that goes into um, any community school or independent school. And so you have to have some really strong uh, people or, or parents that, that are driving this. And fortunately, we, we've we had that in, as part of our history um, in the formation of our school, and we still have some really strong uh, board members that are, a- again, um you know just got a real heart for the young people, um, you know pray for them regularly, not only for the students but for the staff as well, as does happen in other Christian schools as well. but uh, yeah, look, it's it's um, not an not an easy thing to do, so I, I think it's a really great accomplishment and achievement um, that this has been established here.
0: Well, you've got these three campuses. Uh, is this fairly unique uh, to your part of the world uh, in Western Australia, or, uh, or are you encouraging these sorts of campuses and schools to be set up all around the nation?
1: Yeah look it, I think um, I think we are fairly unique. There are other uh, Aboriginal um, Christian schools around the country, but not too many. You know I know of one in um, one in Queensland uh, yeah look I can't think of the top of my head, but I know there are there are others out there, but uh, not a great number, Neil.
0: And the school with the foundation that it has, and now a generational foundation, the school formed 40 years ago, set up as a mission. And then students, when they go through the school, they go back into their communities and they take something of this gospel mission endeavor back into their own communities.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's right. And it's different for all students, of course. You know, some will come and uh, respond a lot more positively or or wholeheartedly, if you like, as it is anywhere. Um, but you know, we're so encouraged. Um, you know, there are so many students that have gone back to community and really carried on their Christian faith, and some have started churches and been involved in pastoring. Um, you know. I've Run into past students that are, that are doing you know the work of, of the of the kingdom, and uh, you know a, even the current students that we have now, there there are uh, you know some some standouts as as there always are young people who um, have had their lives changed. Number one, and acknowledge you know the the great work that that Jesus has done in them, that God's done in them in transforming their lives, and they want the same for others. You know and uh, you know, some of the testimonies are quite incredible. Actually, just of um, where a student has come from and what they've dealt with, um, even in their early years, and then how they've turned that around, and uh, you know, have have hope and have a um, have a vision for the future because of what God's done in them.
0: Brendan, there must be a lot of stories the community takes great pride in of the achievements of some of your students. Uh, anything come to mind that you can tell us about?
1: There are a number, Neil, but just most recently, I just shared this with our school board last Friday, one of our students is a regional winner of the Haywire competition on the ABC website. So if anyone would like to have a look, get on Haywire um, on ABC, look up uh, current winners, 2021 winners, and look up a, a chap by the name of Pedro Biro, and he's a fantastic young man who, uh, you know, has just achieved so much since being at Wongatha, but really turned his life around, and uh, it's a really good news story. So if people like to get on and have a look at Haywire, ABC, that would be the way to go. Uh,
0: Well, Brendan, a special honour to you as the principal of Wongatha Caps, and no doubt uh, listeners to our conversation, and in as many as 40 Aboriginal communities or towns where primarily Aboriginal communities Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander around Australia. They'll be inspired to hear of the good work that you're doing and no doubt there'll be some who would love to make contact with you and uh, some who might even be wanting to pray for you or even support you if there are some specific needs that need to be met. Let me give the website as to how listeners can be in touch with you today. wongatha.caps.wa.edu.au. Now that's spelt W-O-N-G-U-T C-H-A caps C-A-P-S dot W-A dot E-D-U dot A-U uh, Brendan Franzoni is the principal at Wongatha Caps. Uh, Brendan what a great story uh, you have there and uh, you're at the helm as principal and uh, God's richest blessing on you as you go forward through the coming year. Thanks so much for being with us today on 2020.
1: Thanks so much Neil and it's been a pleasure and really appreciate the prayers particularly. Thank you so much.